Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The man who was nursing an Italian food hangover from Sunday for about 20 hours yesterday, but he survived, he advanced, he is the one and only Brady Quinn. I can't tell you how much better I feel this morning than, than yesterday. It was almost <laughs> like, uh, well, if I say this, then, then you get in trouble with every woman out there who's given birth, but it felt a little bit like that throughout the course of the day. And again, I've, I've witnessed three of them. Uh, so I, I guess from afar, I have a small inkling of what it's like. But that's kind of how it felt a little bit yesterday. I feel so much better today. But you did mention this. Someone last night wasn't feeling too good. I, I don't know what was up with Joel Embiid. He didn't look the same. I mean, there was something off. I, I know they talked about potentially his knee giving him some issues. I, I was watching it thinking he just needs to play a little bit stronger. I mean, when yeah, you look it's... at what he's going up against in Atlanta – He's got a distinct size advantage, whether it's Clint Capella or uh, who's it, John Johnson or who's the um, John Collins. Yes. Both those guys. He's got at least 40 pounds more than two inches taller than. I mean, and he just, I don't want to say plays soft, but at times you're going, just go up to the rim strong, man, and throw it down. It's not that complicated, but something was off, man. 
Yeah, see, I would like to take uh, people back uh, to a point that you made. And look, the last thing I want to do is give you a compliment. You know that about me. I mean, uh, yeah, no, you you, hate me. I mean, we're we're cool on air, but off of air, you should see the obscene things you'll send me. Oh, that's that that no one, no, no woman or child should be able to lay eyes on. Yeah, I've I've been backed into a corner. Uh, I have been backed into a corner and bullied for five years on Fox Sports Radio. uh, And now I have no choice but to resort to. Uh, some of the childish behavior that Brady Quinn likes to resort to. And so um, the last thing we want to do is uh, is give each other a compliment here on the air. Uh, so this will be one of the rare times that that happens here on Fox Sports Radio. But we have been working together for, what, five or six years now? It's been a long time. I think going on six years now. Yes. Yeah. And um, you made a point this past NFL season uh, that I didn't hear anybody else make. Right? So I will take the – because I do think maybe – this applies to what we got to witness last night with the 76ers, who, by the way, uh, they did lose that game to the Atlanta Hawks. That series is tied two games apiece, uh, and it's basically going to be uh, who's going to be the victim uh, in the next round against either Brooklyn or Milwaukee, and we've got plenty on that series because there's a game five going on, and I have no idea who's playing for the Nets in that game But later on, but we'll get to that later. So um, the L.A. Rams went on the road last year, and they played the Dolphins. And it was one of the worst performances by an L.A. Rams football team in the Sean McVay era. I mean, it was awful to the point to where Tua, and we got more on him uh, coming up later on, Tua really didn't have to do much because the Rams just kept coughing it up. Uh, Jared Goff was awful. The Rams offense was awful. And, And the whole thing was just bizarre. Like they did not look like the same team and, and they just got dismantled. And Jalen Ramsey happened to be out that game. And it wasn't for COVID or it wasn't for anything else. And everyone just sort of assumed, oh, you know, he's got a little bit of of an illness. And one of the things that you pointed out, you kind of threw this out there on the air. You said, um, you know, maybe with the way restrictions are in California, which is ironic because today is the day they're supposed to open things back up, quote unquote, here in California, that maybe the Rams went out there. They saw how free and how uh, how carefree and fun uh, the Florida vibe was compared to where they had been staying all these previous months. And, you know, maybe the South Beach flu got them. You know, like, like maybe, uh, you know, they went out there and just kind of indulged on, on some of the uh, Florida nightlife. Do you remember having that conversation on the air after that game? I, I do. In fact, uh, a lot of people don't know what the South Beach flu is. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's tough. For those who haven't <laughs> dealt with it before, now obviously you have to actually travel to South Beach in order to be able to, to get the South Beach mm-hmm. flu or this virus that we talk yeah. about. <laughs> but, but, but here's what comes along with it, okay? <laughs> When you get the South Beach flu, you're going to have a headache, okay? You're going to have bouts of nausea. You're probably going to be visiting the bathroom a few times, potentially uh, throwing up, or it might be coming out the other end, okay, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you're going you're gonna to have hot and cold sweats, okay? You, you may want to try to get something to eat, but it may take you a little while. You're going to be lethargic. You're going to be tired. You probably want to lay in bed all day. It's going to feel a lot like one of the worst hangovers you've ever had. In fact, yeah. it probably essentially is. Uh, yeah. But, but that's, that, that, in essence, is the South Beach flu, one of which, it, it's, again, like I said, you don't go to dinner until 11 p.m. You're not getting out of the club till 4 or 5 a.m. That's the beginning of the South Beach flu. The next day, it's all downhill.
Yeah, and, and, and I did think it was a fair discussion to have based on you come from a place that's so restricted. And it, it's like, like everybody's seen Kingpin. The second that Amish guy walked into a strip club, it was a wrap, folks. All right, he was never going to be the same guy. Uh, it was never going to be the same thing. And you were going to have to deal with the repercussions afterwards. He saw how the other side lived, and it was never going to be the same. Ever, ever, ever. And so you leave California. There's not a lot going on. And, and, and you get to Florida, and you kind of lose yourself a little bit so i say all that to say this atlanta's got a you know a lot going on as well too and i'm not trying yeah i'm not trying to say that uh that there was any sort of funny stuff that was happening i'm not trying to accuse anybody of maybe indulging in some of the nightlife but i just wonder if maybe um the magic city uh played a little magic trick on a member of the 76ers and joel Embiid. that that's all i'm just wondering it it did look a little bit odd is is this like a fictional place where's Eh, magic city you know magic city it's a it's the place Lou Williams decided, you know what? Uh, I need to go to a, um, a a funeral, and on the way back, let me get some wings. And I believe he trademarked the phrase Lemon Pepper Lou uh, based on the wings that he got at Magic City. And I just wonder if possibly Joel Embiid uh, maybe might have uh, indulged a little bit in the uh, in the nightlife out there in Atlanta. I, and, I th- and I don't think that's a reckless question to ask. I, I'm not making an accusation. I'm just asking the question. Here, I only thing I can think of. The only thing I can think of is, is there was a spell cast on him at Magic City. I'm not sure by who. I'm not sure by what. But and again, I, I've never partaken or been. You and I have spent a little time in, in Atlanta. All right, we've been there before. Yes, very, um, yes. We, we didn't come close to Magic City. In fact, I'm not even sure where it's at in Atlanta. But that's all right. Uh, a lot of players do, and a lot of players do have some of their worst performances in Atlanta. The unfortunate thing is sometimes it ends up being the Atlanta players having some of those unfortunate performances. That wasn't the case, though, last night. Atlanta evened up the series. It's 2-2. It's been a fun series. They've actually played a lot of competitive series if you look throughout the playoffs so far. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one finishes out. And as much as we don't talk about how lethargic Joel Embiid is, and not to make this transition right now, I I know we've got to take a break in a minute, but what's up with Paul George, man? It is like someone lit a fire underneath him. And oh, he's, he's a awesome. completely different player. Yeah. A completely different player at this point in the playoffs. Well, as Ben Maller said, the Clippers, uh, the Clippers ball washer on Fox Sports Radio, as Ben Maller said, uh, Paul George is playing like it's a regular season game against Sacramento. Uh, that, that's all you needed. Uh, just just li- <laughs> lie, lie about the uh, magnitude of the stage and the team you're playing, and, and next thing you know, we'll get this whole thing figured out. Now, uh, Joel Embiid, um, I, again, this is not uh, making uh, these accusations. Uh, this is simply asking a question. Uh, he talked afterwards about his struggles in Game 4. I guess is is already known. Um, don't need to explain myself anymore. Um, man, just try to do the best I can. It was basically the need. Yeah, just trying to do the best I can. Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, exactly what uh, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal pointed out afterwards. If the knee was okay when you were scoring 40, why is the knee now a problem when he struggles like this? Something's off. Something doesn't make sense to me.
All right. Well, and, and if you're getting lap dances, that's only additional. Oh, okay. Well, again, see, I'm not here to make those accusations. I mean, yeah. you were alluding to it a minute ago. I'm just <laughs> so saying. I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not making accusations. I'm, ju- I'm just pointing out that there seems to be a little bit of an inconsistency here. Like, I, I'm it, with you. I'm you with know, you. Just, Philly, one story. You go to Atlanta, Magic City, it's a little bit different. You know, instead of having his legs kicked up, he's leaned back. And, and maybe there's something else going on. But that's what I'm saying. You need to make sure the knee is is even with the heart if not elevated above it <laughs> that's and good. last time i checked uh, i'm not sure that's really yeah. that's really possible for that sort of activity yeah um, listen, that'd be that, interesting so. yeah now, now i i don't know have you played with a torn meniscus have you de- have you dealt with it i tore my meniscus but it was so long ago i don't even remember what happened like i, I don't remember I, i've the got a partially torn one at least that's what came back when that's the funny thing you go to the combine you find out about all kinds of stuff that's wrong with you um, you know, usually in college, you're, I, I knew I didn't have a PCL. I tore that in my final bowl game. But then they're like, oh, yeah, you got a partial tear in your meniscus. Like, does it hurt? I'm like, no. <laughs> but at this point, I'm, I'm pretty actually sure today as we speak, it's fully torn because my, my knee's been popping and I'm having a hard time during certain right. activities. So I would assume that's probably what's going on down there. Now. But again, it is not subject <laughs> To anything that's taken place in no, Magic listen, City. All right. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it it is, uh, we, and and, and want to be clear here: we are not making accusations; we're just having the conversation. Uh, but I would like to point out, um, if you needed a comp, Brady Quinn also is dealing with a meniscus injury, and yet he's here every day uh, talking sports on the radio. So you know, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that, I think I think that goes to show that maybe uh, maybe the uh, you know social lives are a little bit different between maybe is, you and Joel Embiid. Is it as simple as this? If your superstar doesn't show up at this point in the playoffs, it's over. It's over. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You could have gotten by through some series. You know, like I talked about Chris Paul yesterday. Chris Paul, obviously, uh, you know, had turned it on for this series. They get the sweep. But really, if you go back in, in earlier in the rounds, it wasn't until Game Six, you know, get, you know, toward the later part of that uh, that initial series against the Lakers, until he started to turn it on. Yeah, like. It was really towards the back end of the Lakers series where you started to see that. They were actually able to make it through some games without him. But, but now he's, he's turned it on completely. I, I wonder if it's this. I wonder if, for example, with Paul George, not, not to get away from that, and we can talk about the, the Clippers at some other point, but I do wonder if now they feel like there's kind of blood. Like now they feel like there's something out for them, and now that's why he's kind of up the ante a little bit more than maybe what he thought initially when they first got into the playoffs. A little bit bleak or a little maybe tougher track to get there. The Suns are going to have plenty of rest. But I do wonder how much that factors into him. And for Embiid, I mean, I don't know. Is it being on the road? Is it just, you know, is it Magic City? Is it, his, is it the travel, his knee, everything else? I mean, it's not a long trip from Philly. You know, and they've, they've been there. So it's, it, the, whole, the whole thing's a little bit surprising. I just know this. If he doesn't, I mean, he is everything on that team. If they don't figure out how to get him at least to play with the type of you know, energy where he's kicking the ball around and doing more, being more active, or yeah, they've got no trying shot. to get to the rim. they got no chance. Yeah, no shot. Uh, no, and, and look, I love Joel Embiid, but you know, I think everybody was sort of watching that game and, and discussing afterwards, like, yeah, something just, just didn't seem right. So, look, all we're doing is asking questions, all right? I, I'm not trying to implicate anybody into any sort of scenario. I just think that these questions are fair, and I think these questions could dis- could determine an NBA championship. And, and if we're going to be speaking on history moving forward, I think we need to have all the answers and at least ask the questions to try and get those answers. And I think we just did Brady Quinn on Fox Sports Radio. And that's how you recap 
up an NBA playoff game. All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is uh, FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, it's how kick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, one NFL head coach. Uh, he is trying to dispel a bunch of rumors that were floating around around the NFL draft. We'll have that for you next here. I'll kick the coverage. Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Coming up in, uh, we will call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, We will get into a, um, well, there's a quarterback in the NFL 
it's probably uh, probably best. Maybe he doesn't speak anymore. Just saying. You know, maybe just don't be as brutally honest as he has been. Uh, we will have that for you here coming up uh, in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, uh, somebody in Twitter, we were talking about uh, the uh, the situation with the 76ers and Joel Embiid. And who knows? Maybe they got after it a little bit in Atlanta. And that's why uh, Joel Embiid struggled a bit. And uh, somebody pointed out, well, thank God the NBA doesn't have a team in Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> There was uh, there there was a, a feeling uh, in uh, Las Vegas that the uh, Golden Knights had a distinct advantage in their first year when uh, teams went on the road uh, to travel there and they had a lot of success at home. I'm fascinated to see how that's going to play out for the Raiders though, because I, I feel like teams in the NFL Brady would just would just assume not give them any opportunity to want to take advantage of Vegas while they're out there. So teams yeah. might actually land yeah. in Vegas two hours before kickoff. That, that that's that's my guess. Or or you do the opposite, uh, and this would be the plan that I've had uh, a couple of head coaches implemented this. So typically head coaches would like to get after it and party a little bit. This is how they disguise the fact that they like to bend the old elbow. Okay, okay. all right. They will go, oh, well, you know, we're an East Coast team, and we're going West. So uh, we got to adjust to the time zones. So we're going to go out there a couple <laughs> days early, gents, all right? And uh, we're going to go out there a couple days early. So usually, you know, we fly in on a Saturday, but, you know, we're really we're going to do it on a Friday. OK, we're going to get it in on a Friday. And that way you guys can go out, have your fun, have a nice meal. But look, we've got a curfew. All right, boys, we got a curfew. You got to be in by midnight. All right. That's all we're asking of you. And uh, let me just put it this way. From my own personal experience, I remember when I was on a team. <laughs> this is the best. We had a one-hour time difference, but we still traveled two days early. And, 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 and I'm not going to – it ended up being to Nashville. I'll just put it that way. And I remember thinking to myself, it's only one hour. Like, it doesn't make that big of a difference. And uh, I saw that person later on that Friday night absolutely bombed uh, when going up the elevator. Because I was in by curfew. I can't always speak for everyone else. But uh, that – my friends, is how they get around it, is they just say, oh, we're, we're adjusting the time zone. We're going to get out there a couple of days ahead of time. Uh, that's what they will use <laughs> if they want to get after it in Vegas. Well, look, listen, I, I'm trying to think. I wonder how many teams, and this would take some some real research here. I wonder how many teams have their bye week after traveling to Vegas to play the Raiders, because if you, if I swear <laughs> to God, you just stay. You just oh my stay. God, a hundred percent. Why would yeah, you leave? Yeah. Literally, oh. just get a room, get, talk to whoever the travel agent is for the team, get a room, and just stay there for the for four or five days afterwards, and just get ripped. I mean, indulge. It's your bye week, and do whatever the hell you want, and hang out in Vegas. Like, why wouldn't you, man? Like, I wonder which teams well, in the NFL look at that. you practice. Just because you're on the bye well, week, that listen. doesn't mean you go back and practice. Practice, you Don't smack go back this. and practice. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you could maybe come back the following weekend. Typically, you'll get that, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, something like that. If the, uh, if the coach is a real jerk, He'll, he'll try to like make you come back on a Sunday for something or make you come back on one of those days and give you off more time during that week. It all depends. But I'm, I'm telling you, um, there will be a number of teams that say they're uh, adjusting to the time zone difference. <laughs> but but here, here's what stands in their way. Some owners are too cheap, and so they don't want to pay for the additional night uh, of, of putting up everyone right in a hotel room and all that and paying for all that. Even though, I will say this, that was one of the best moves 
that I can recall a head coach could make because you got so much time bonding with your teammates. You know, you'd be going out on a Friday night like you weren't at home with the kids or weren't at home with the family. So you'd go out, you'd hang out with your boys and the team. And you guys go out to a nice dinner, you get after a little bit. I always felt like that built camaraderie. And like the cheap teams, you just want to go in as soon as they can right before the game. They're making a business trip, and I get that. But football is about more than just business. So anyway, it's something to keep an eye on. I am curious to see when Las Vegas will get a basketball team. Or if UNLV has ruined that forever. Hey, well... Look, man, those Rebel teams were fun to watch. I mean, I, I, I was I was a big fan of the uh, UNLV running Rebels back in the day. I, I, I don't know if a ba- – look, if the A's are going to move to Vegas, you've now got a hockey team, you've got a football team, and you, and you could potentially have a baseball team if the A's make the jump from whoa, that Whoa, uh, whoa, from, whoa. From you're you're just urinal. writing off the A's now moving to – I thought Listen, look, I thought Oakland was kept putting together all these great plans for the professional sports Listen, teams Listen. and the city of Oakland wanted to keep them. What happened L- there? Listen, they've been playing in a urinal cake – for how many years now? It's it's you got it's longer than go, longer than the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's time to go. And if they followed the Raiders to Las Vegas, the city of Oakland's got nobody to blame but themselves. You've been to that stadium; it is a full blown outhouse. I, I would say the city of Oakland already has no one to blame but themselves. They can yeah. say whatever they want. They are the only municipality that doesn't seem to want to work with their professional sports teams to help drive revenue bring newer, nicer stadiums, help revamp that city. I know there's definitely some projects going on that are doing that, but not in a bigger way. Job creation, all those things. I have no idea what their holdups are. And I don't know if it's just, you know, the different sites that they're looking at or they don't want to put it, depending on whatever the excuse is. Make it happen. Make it happen to keep it for all the locals there and your fan base. If they join the Raiders in Vegas, I just, I mean... They can only look at the mirrors at themselves. Oh, All yeah. those city officials, they can only look at themselves. And here's the best part. From Oakland to Vegas, what it's like a, a 45-minute flight. like Literally a 45-minute flight. So if you're a Raider I, fan and they leave, you're like, cool. I'll just I'll hop on a plane. It's 45 minutes and I'll, and I'll be at, at a, a nicer stadium in, in, in Vegas. Elon yeah, I mean, Musk will build a, a train. We, we, we might need to start our own airline, or yeah, maybe we'll, we'll just do what we'll point. do. Yeah. Let's buy an old Greyhound bus or make a yep. few of them, and we'll just we'll pimp them out. We'll make them really nice, and we'll just be taking loads of Raider and oh, athletics man. fans over That's to Vegas. That's a great idea. If the athletic moves, if they move as well. Yeah, round of applause. Uh, how about that? Uh, the the Raider contingent in the back, uh, Danny G and Roberta. What do you think about that? We char- we get a bus together. Uh, you guys are in on this. Uh, you can chip in. Uh, we will we'll be own all out. the rights It'll be to awesome. it. I mean, come on, guys. You're not into this? Like, like just b- bus bus Raider fans from, from Oakland to, to Las Vegas <laughs> just try and make it happen? Come on. You know we used to do that like uh, 15 years ago at Q1047 in Oxnard, Ventura. I called it the Raider Freighter, and I got one of those luxury tour buses, <laughs> put a ton of Raider fans early in the morning on the bus, all uh, Sunday morning, drove up to Oakland. Everybody was tipping them back the entire time. We only made two stops the entire time, both times liquor stores. Oh, oh yeah. Have well, to. Something else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. no, listen. Well, I mean, look, who knows? The green uh, wolf. Yeah. It's, you know, so you need your green, so the hippie lettuce is an option on the menu there. I, I hear 
here, uh, Brady Quinn. You know, just just saying, like that is an option on the menu. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, this is Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so we do want to pay off the tease here, uh, and we will do so. There's a coach in the NFL. He's laughing in your face. There were a bunch of rumors out there. This guy's laughing in your face. So, uh, Brady Quinn, one of the big conversation before the NFL draft was. Not what's going to happen at number one. Trevor Lawrence was, has been the number one pick since 1920. I mean, that, that's, that was a foregone conclusion. Uh, he was going to be the guy. And it wasn't even really what was going to happen at number two. I think everybody just sort of came to terms with the fact that Zach Wilson was going to be the guy there. But the conversation was, what do the 49ers do at three? And we had all sorts of different op- opinions. We had different reports. We had different rumors. The betting odds kept changing. Uh, one minute it was heavily Mac Jones, Justin Fields popped up the favorite for about four or five days. And then all of a sudden day of the draft, Trey Lance became the favorite. And that's when you knew, okay, this feels more and more like Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Well, Kyle Shanahan, he was recently the head coach of the uh, San Francisco 49ers. He was recently on the Tim Kawakami podcast, and he had this to say about the situation. I do laugh at the, that everyone thinks that they know exactly what I want on quarterback because I, th- I thought we had a chance to get the number one free agent quarterback who was going to be on the market in our second year. Um, and since we did, people just assume that's how I would draw it up, um, which if you draw it up, you're, I mean, obviously you're going to give the guy everything. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's Kyle Shanahan discussing the situation. Um, I'm just curious, where did the reports come from then? All right. Like, 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 where did, like, because Adam Schefter was convinced that this Mac Jones conversation w- was a real conversation. They were at his pro days. I mean, it's not like, it's not like they just completely blew it off and there was no substance to any of this stuff. So, so where did this stuff come from that they were into Mac Jones? Mac Jones is a perfect fit for the system. And that was the guy leading all the way up 95% of the time up until the day of the draft. What happened here? Who got this yeah. wrong? Yeah, I, I, I think I want I, I, well, here's what I need. I'll just put it this way. Here's what I need. I need some conspiracy theory music. Okay. Because I've got a well, number of conspiracy theories right. about maybe where this was going and okay. what transpired over the course of postseason, free agency, right. into the draft. I, I, I need some conspiracy theory right. music because I've got some questions for you, Jonas. You, you want some uh, Unsolved Mysteries theme? You want the greatest theme song in the history of yeah, television? Yeah, that or anything Give that might little, be, uh, uh, you know culturally kind of about you know my background where i'm from that sort of thing you know i mean here we go uh get ready to be abducted by aliens uh and get ready to uh walk in to your kitchen only to see uh, your great grandpa uh doing uh body shots off the dead dog from 50 years earlier uh this is the latest edition of unsolved mysteries starring brady quinn okay so they initially inquired about Deshaun Watson. But they didn't have enough massage therapists in San Francisco. Oh, no. So oh, no. that led them no, oh, that no, led no. them to no. having to create smoke screens about Mac Jones and every other quarterback. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's your first option. All right. The second option, they had a deal for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, one of the reasons why they knew what the Jets were going to do at number two, well, their defensive coordinator, former defensive coordinator, Robert Sala. He ends up going over to taking the head coaching job with the Jets. So you don't think that they didn't talk to him and say, hey, who do you guys like? Who are you guys taking? Because our guy's a little bit different. 
So I think it was very similar like that with the Packers. Matt LaFleur, he'd coach with Kyle Shanahan. You know, those guys, are they're all buddies. It's it's all the same coaching tree. And so maybe he called up Matt LaFleur and they had maybe a deal in waiting for Aaron Rodgers. But then Green Bay pulled back the last minute thinking, there's no way we can trade the league MVP to a team that we, we, we got beat by two years ago yeah. in the NFC Championship game. There's no way we can do that. It's going to be such a bad look. It'll make San Francisco the best team or one of the top two teams in the NFC. So there's that option. Option number three, they did want Mac Jones. They did. They did. But what they realized was the fact that they had Mac Jones, just a little bit more expensive option than Jimmy Garoppolo. In fact, maybe you know Jimmy might be a little bit more athletic and he's already been to a Super Bowl, and so they thought to themselves, wait, wait, wait. Why are we drafting a guy that's essentially just a little <laughs> bit younger and cheaper than the, than the guy we already right. have? They're like the same right. player. All right. right. And then the last option. Trey Lance was the guy they wanted all along. And they felt like they had to provide smoke screens. They had to provide some drama. They, they needed to provide some sort of secrecy and make it look like they were maneuvering around. And um, they had got one over on everyone, very similar to what they did to the Chicago Bears, right? When they convinced them that they might take a quarterback and uh, got, got them to trade up to number two. They trade back to number three. They get an additional pick. And they take the guy they're going to take all along in Solomon Thomas. So number four, they were going to take Trey Lance the entire time. All right, there's your four options, Jonas. What okay. do you think? All right, uh, so so we uh, now I want to make sure that we can break down all of these options throughout the course of the show. But I'll, I'll give you a couple of thoughts, uh, quick thoughts on this early on. All right, so uh, keep in mind, quick thoughts on this early on. All right, number one, the Deshaun Watson uh, conversation. Uh, I don't think that that's the case. Uh, I think the Houston Texans were uh, a, a feeder dug in. Uh, I know uh, Nick Casario has come out and said uh, that they're going to make a decision soon on what they plan to do. I don't think the Texans plan on trading. Deshaun Watson and and once all the stuff came out with the massage therapist and all this uh, the accusations and all that that deal was dead in the water uh, the third option uh, the Mac Jones discussion I agree with you. It seemed a little bit forced. I, I didn't understand it. I, I, not to say he's not going to be a great quarterback, but it just it felt like they were, that was really sort of forced upon a lot of people. And the Trey Lance stuff. I don't. I don't necessarily buy into either. Like, like, why would there be a necessity to try and fool people when you knew what Robert Sala was going to do? As you pointed out, you knew who the Jags were going to take, so you knew what your options were. The one I one hundred percent buy into is the Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't. I, this whole idea, and John Lynch kind of alluded to this. This whole, yeah, you know, we kicked the tires on the Aaron Rodgers talk. I, I don't buy it. I think that there was real discussions about what that trade trade would look like. I think it was involving the number three pick. And I think the Green Bay Packers looked at it and said, ultimately, we can't walk away from this. And whether that got shut down by, you know, Mark Murphy, uh, by the way, uh, you're welcome to anybody who might have stolen uh, the uh, weekend at Murphy's bit that we came up with. You're welcome. Uh, Just here to provide content. I do think the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers had legitimate conversations. I don't buy for one second that it was just simply a, a... 
yeah, we reached out and, you know, just tried to see uh, whether or not, you know, something could get done. I think they were real conversations. And I think that's why there was such a delay in maybe making a move. And if that's the case, and, and this is something we can get into, I don't know what that says about the amount of faith they have in Trey Lance, but I think the Aaron Rodgers stuff was real. And I wonder if Rodgers was pissed off. Maybe that's why he kind of lashed out a little bit on draft night. That's my speculation. It was interesting timing as far as why Aaron Rodgers decided to kind of, you know, uh, drop his bomb, if you will, of displeasurement. It was interesting with the timing of that. I think the other thing that's kind of odd is, so Justin Fields, I believe Mac Jones were a part of this thing called the Quarterback Collective. And it's, it's built for, you know, elite high school quarterbacks going into college and they'll have some of the kids very similar to the Elite 11, the Manning Passing Academy, all these different things that are essentially built for some of the top quarterback recruits in the country out of high school, but they'll have college kids be able to come back. Well, Kyle Shanahan was a part of some of those. And so he worked with Justin Fields and Mac Jones, who were also a part of that. And so I do wonder if that actually played into – Kyle Shanahan knowing both players so well that it almost it's almost like he knew them too well he knew their flaws and with Trey Lance Uh, he's like the shiny new toy that you've only got one year of starting he had one game this past year and you go see him when he works out and you go all right big kid athletic he could do all these different things Kyle Shanahan alluded to the fact that he will simplify what defenses can do which makes it easier on me as a play caller, easier on him to play from the pocket where ultimately you have to win football games. And so I, I do wonder if that played into it a little bit too. Like sometimes in life, like we end up not going with the things that we know the most or we know the best because we end up knowing the weaknesses too, right? Yeah. Like we don't value sometimes those people who are around us or think they're as good as they are. Because we look at them and we go, well, I also know their weaknesses or, 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 or you know, some of the, the faults that they've had or you know, their transgressions. And we see something else, we go, oh, well, they're perfect. That's what we need. I think a lot of times we fall victim to that. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan is going to fall victim to that with the Trey Lance pick. Well, listen, now you're perfect for me, babe. Listen, nobody else. You and me, pal. You and me. You know, it's like bull and axe off backdraft. You and me. You go, we I'm go. I'm sorry. Brady did you Quinn. say something? Yeah. Did you say something? Uh, yeah, I was just, just trying to point out. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Coming up next, uh, there's an NFL quarterback. It would probably behoove him to go ahead and not talk anymore. I'm just saying. Just, just maybe, maybe this is the move moving forward. We'll get into that for you next year. Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 6 a, or 9 a.m. Eastern time, rather. Excuse me. 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. I know, Brady Quinn, you're always focused on Pacific time. Uh, you're not, you, you've always told me that the country runs on Pacific time, not vice versa. I know that's always been. Yeah, it sounds me. a little backwards. Uh, yeah. but it's mostly because I hate doing the math with you or you hate doing the math so i have to usually do it for you so i've given up at this point in time i have all my clocks set to uh pacific time even though i'm on the east coast 
they're all set to Pacific time, which can be a little bit frustrating for the rest of the, the people in my family, especially uh, my three daughters who I'm trying to teach how to read a clock. I just tell them one day you can have this conversation with Uncle Jonas and he'll explain to you why okay. all our clocks are three hours behind. That's yeah. good. All right, very good. Uh, that is, uh, it's good to already uh, uh, set me up to fail uh, with uh, with your your daughters. Uh, by the way, how about the fact that? Well, I, I, I mean, that really started when you started leaving voice notes that were laced with profanity. Uh, I, I that, didn't that's know they where were that in the, started. Okay, yeah. first of all, I, I, full disclosure: um, the the voice note option on the iPhone is basically the modern day walkie-talkie. And anybody who grew up in the eighties uh, or nineties, you you remember walkie-talkies back in the day. Well, and, uh, I mean, let's go a step further. You had the Nextel, or you had the phones that had the radio option, where yes, you'd like very you'd chirp good. at one another. Yeah, yeah. very good. And and so, uh, you know, instead of going out and buying a walkie-talkie, and the, and the service is a little bit uh, spotty, and then you got to go buy batteries to put in it, you've got these voice notes on these iPhones, and so we would we would leave each other voice notes, because, you know, we're, we're getting ready to drive. You don't want to text and drive. It's it's very reckless. And, and I I didn't know that your daughters were in the room and um yeah let it fly a little bit you know and i apologize uh but i did i did feel like i made uh you know uh, uh your your oldest daughter and i have made amends because i pointed out to her that uh, the raccoon that you captured is actually going to be her roommate moving forward which she was not thrilled with uh, she was not thrilled for me <laughs> to point that out to her. <laughs> That I said that the, the raccoon was getting her room and she was going to have yeah. to go outside. She I mean, said was, no. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's I, not, at that point you kind of lost her attention, yes, and so yeah. I don't know that she fully understood the gravity of the it's comment fair. that you were making to her that <laughs> she was going to have a little fur, a furry yeah. pest or rodent that was yes. going to be moving in our house. Yeah, no, it's um, fair. but yes, no, she. She's going to hate you. She's going to hate you more. She's going to hate me at yeah. this point, at least based on the conversation you guys have had. Okay. Well, th- then she, um, uh, I-, I just want to point this out. Um, I, again, do not encourage anybody getting in trouble, Brady Quinn. But if you were going to get in trouble, whether it's your daughter or anybody else, apparently the place to get in trouble at is Major League Baseball. Because, good God, if you needed any more proof that the Major League Baseball Players Association wears the pants in that relationship, uh, get a whiff of this one. Uh, this according to Jeff Passan of ESPN. Now, we talked at length uh, and had a great time discussing spider tack and all the other sticky substances that they're using to increase spin rate on these balls and all this. Now you're seeing these pitchers whose spin rates have dropped or whatever. I've been consistent on this the entire time. I don't care what those guys take. Let them all be on the gas. This is for entertainment purposes only. I look at this stuff like I look at my horoscope. I don't depend on it to get through my day. This is entertainment. And if they need to do whatever they need to do, then go ahead. Cork every bat. I don't care. All right. Let's just be honest and upfront about it that somebody's always trying to, to cheat and always trying to, circ- uh, to do something to try and get an advantage. But this, according to uh, Jeff Passan, that Major League Baseball is planning to issue uh, a memo coming up later on today about the foreign substances. Uh, and it's going to discuss the discipline aspect of it. And I want you tell me if this just sounds like a frightening amount of punishment. According to uh, Jeff Passan, the punishment will be 
a 10-day suspension for anyone caught with any sort of substance from sunscreen mixed with rosin to spider tack. And the best part is that 10-day suspension, you guessed it, is with pay. So I ask you this, Brady Quinn, why the hell wouldn't you use a foreign substance at this point? If it's only going to be 10 days and you're still getting paid, wait, you mean I get a week and a half off and I can get a better spin rate on a ball? Where's the punishment? Uh, I, I'm not really, I'm not really too sure. Maybe they feel like it's more about your reputation. Here's what, what? I'd do. Okay, here's what I'd do. I would put on all that sunscreen. I mean, and make it so obvious. Okay, that the um would walk out behind home plate and be like, "Are are you really doing that in front of me right now? Like, is this, <laughs> this is a little, this is a little bit absurd what you're doing?" I'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead, kick me out." And then I'm just going to keep the sunscreen on, go directly to the airport, and take a plane to a sunny destination where I can go lay out for the next 10 days while I get paid. Like, 100%. you might as well leave the sunscreen on your entire body and just do it right there on the mound before you, you, you head off after you get suspended with pay. I, this doesn't sound like a punishment at all. It sounds like this is what happened. Major League Baseball opened up this whole can of worms. Yes. And now they're trying to put the toothpaste back in the bottle. And so they've, they're like, well, now we've come to realize that maybe <laughs> the tack was actually used. Yeah, maybe it increases spin rate, and that's a byproduct of it. But maybe it was also used for player safety. And, and we've had rosin bags out there forever. And that was to make sure that you know players' hands weren't getting slick and that they had grip to them. And, and, and maybe the spin rate difference isn't that big of a difference, right? Like, are, are, are we maybe reading too much into this? Maybe actually as more information comes out, we as Major League Baseball are going to be more to blame with the way we doctor balls year in, year out. Maybe Pete Alonso actually blew the whistle on us. So let's just go ahead and uh, we're, we're going to create a punishment and we're going to try to move past this. We're going to get everyone looking the other way and we're just going to try to move past this because God forbid anyone looks into Major League Baseball and the way they actually change their baseballs on a year-in and year-out basis. Maybe that's more of the impact that we're seeing from pitching or or hitting year-in, year-out. It's a clown show. This has been my point all along. If if I were D. Smith or any of these guys in the NFLPA, I would I would set aside some time, and I would talk with the Major League Baseball Players Association, and I would just say, so how do you do it? Like, literally, how do you like this? This is how powerful the MLBPA is that when the Astros who were explicitly caught using trash cans and electronic devices on torsos and and, uh, high high little uh, high level video equipment and all of that stuff, not only did the players not get punished like there were there they they were there was no removal of a, of a ring there was no removal of a world series trophy and all they had to do was talk with major league baseball and talk off the record like n- none of the stuff came out you you heard uh, some some things that were said you heard a couple of the astros players it's like major league baseball's pa is in full control of the entire league. Anything they possibly want, they get. Anything they want, they get. They probably had a conversation with Major League Baseball and said, I mean, if you really want to play this game, uh, we can play this game. I mean, like, 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 here's what we have that we can provide. And you got Rob Manford and, and the owners trying to come up with some sort of a solution. And this is what they got. Ten days, which Roberto pointed out, to it, it's two starts for a pitcher. So you mean I missed two starts? 
starts. Like if I was a pitcher and and I was you know dealing with some sort of fatigue or whatever, you know what I'm doing? I'm walking out to the mound, riddled in either honey. Crisco, sunscreen, spider tack, almost like I've got an entire costume on that bugs are flying around me when I get to the mound, just so I know, hey, at least I'm going to get a 10 days off and I'm going to get paid for it. There is no punishment here. There's nothing here. And I can assure you, and I guarantee you this, if you get popped I think it's the, the the 50 games and then it's 80 games and then it's 300 or whatever it is for it when you get popped for uh, for PEDs. I think it's 80 games of the first suspension. If players are still taking PEDs knowing they're going to get popped for 80 games, you don't think somebody's still going to try and do this to try and get away with it knowing it's only 10 days? Like this, this isn't fixing the issue. This is not a deterrent for any player out there. It's 10 days, and you get paid. They're still going to try and use something, and you know how this works. When somebody's cheating, somebody's figuring out a way to, to, to get away with the cheating. And it's just one level to the next, and you're always trying to chase them down. It's the same thing in cycling, same thing in PEDs, and it's going to be the same thing with this. Yeah, again, though, when you're talking about spin rate, and if you go look at like the difference in spin rate, and I know they talk about like how many revolutions and all that per, but I would I would want to see a longer study. It's not like we've been studying the spin rate for that long. And I know since obviously they started cracking down on this, we've seen a number of pitchers, Garrett Cole in particular, Trevor Bauer in particular, are a couple of guys where you've seen the spin rate really decrease. And in some cases you've seen their production or uh, lack thereof, I guess I should say, or production for the other team they're pitching against increase. Right. And so we do see that, but we also don't know over an entire season if that's really what attributed to it. If it didn't, it, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. The only thing I think you could say is this has kind of existed in some fashion or form in baseball. Yes. I mean, how long have we like like where do you draw the line in baseball? I mean, for how long since I was a little league player, you've been trying to steal signals. Yes. I don't care if you're on second base <laughs> and, and you're a runner. I don't care if you're trying to see a catcher who puts his signals and signs too low and you're trying to figure that out. The entire thing is based on trying to find an advantage. And and, and I guess if you want to call it cheating, I guess, I guess it's cheating then. But but I, you know, if you're asking a guy who's sitting on second, who's looking and can see the signs, you're telling me he's not going to signal to the batter, hey, it's a fastball, hey, it's off speed, and give him a little bit of break? Is that really cheating, or is that just part of the game? No, that's part of the game. You can do that. When you use a technology, But the reality is, then, where do you draw the line? Because you've had a rosin bag out there forever. You're sitting on deck. You have pine tar. You have rags. You have all these different things that you use to increase your grip on the bat. I mean, if you're using spider tack to increase your grip, yeah, you can make a case for spin rate. Better, better grip's going to help you spin the ball better. But also, as, we, as you read through a lot of what you're seeing from Major League Baseball, you know what else helps? More pronounced laces. So the higher the laces are when they come from, from the facility that manufactures them down in Costa Rica, the more spin you can get on the football, the better grip you, or excuse me, the better grip you can get on the baseball, the more spin you can get on the baseball. So that's going to play just as big of a factor. So I, I just think this whole thing is, is they're trying to trying to catch something, create some you know, drama because of all this. But the reality is Major League Baseball and how they manufacture their own balls could very well be just as much to blame for all this 
as any of the pitchers who are trying to get a better grip on those baseballs. No different than any batter trying to get a better grip on the bat. Listen, I, I, I couldn't care less. Trevor Bauer, use hair gel. I couldn't care less. I, like n- None of the – I think this is a joke. And, and by the way, if you want to give the batters uh, a, a better opportunity and you want to improve their chances at trying to, uh, trying to get a hit because offense has been so bad in Major League Baseball and they're getting dominated at the plate, simple solution. Anybody who ever played wiffle ball growing up, you know this. You had two options when it came to the bat. You had the long, skinny yellow bat that was in the same uh, sleeve that had the white wiffle ball. And then you had those red bats with the wide barrel. You remember those things? The red plastic bats? There was no off-speed pitch on planet Earth that was getting by one of those red plastic bats. You had that fat barrel on the end of it, and you could hit monster shots. So let's just start fattening up the barrel of these bats and have a brand new MLB. Let everybody cheat. Just give the batters a wider barrel, and I think we even things out, Brady Quinn. Solving problems here. The only reason why they're doing anything is because the hitters are fed up. Let's just get real. That's, that's, yeah, that's but, but they're partially they... to blame, too. We've yeah, changed the yeah, way but... that we, we teach hitting. We, we changed, you know, look at every hitter now. Now they all they care about, especially for these guys getting contracts, is home runs. So you look at their strikeout percentage goes up, their home runs go up, and people are like, well, that's what people want to see. They want to see these guys, go, you know, go yard. It's, it's not like we're, we're playing small ball anymore. Like, you don't see many teams institute that. So, like, th- then you have to look at the hitting and the style of hitting and, and how the instructors are even teaching it now and then go into that to see what kind of impact it has. I just – I think it's hard to, like, view it in this small vacuum and be able to definitively say, especially year in, year out, based on how the baseballs are being changed, where they're manufactured, it's, it's hard to sit there and, and say, okay, how big of an advantage is it giving? Because the other thing that Pete Alonso talked about is, is legitimate – is at least in, in, in regards to grip and safety. Like, you want to put hair gel on it, it's fun for us to joke about until a guy gets hit in the face at 99 miles per hour. Like, that's, that's not oh, good for the game. That's not good for anyone involved. Well, would you, wait, wait, by the way, way to throw hair gel under the bus. I mean, what, like, what's, like, you can't just have like, a conversation about baseball. you got to throw hair gel under the bus. How dare you? I mean, like, what do you have against hair gel? Like, you never, I, you never... I personally don't use hair gel. I'm not okay. one of those guys Hairspray? who's got streak dark, a, a thick head of black oh, hair that likes ass. to really it... mat down my head okay. to make it look like I'm wearing a helmet. All right? I, I'm listen, not one of I those have, people. All look, right? I, I have wavy hair, and uh, it gets a little out of control, so I need... Th- I need certain things to try and manage it, and I don't think I should be judged for it. And and you mean to tell me on the set of Big Noon Kickoff when you're out there dealing with the elements, you don't have Zero product gel. in your hair? Zero oh, hair oh, gel. Oh, no gel? Oh, that's product, the biggest lie Product and hair told. gel are two very different things. All right. Well, listen, we will break down. Uh, we will all take guesses as to what Brady uses as a hair product uh, coming up later on in the hour. Uh, we, that should be a fun time uh, for everybody involved. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, there is a... Uh, a really, really, really good player in the NFL, and he has gone AWOL. We'll tell you who it is next here on FSR. This this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be he is the great Petros Papadakis of AM570 LA Sports, the Petros and Money Show, also Fox College Football Analyst, uh, and one of our favorites. He joins you every Tuesday, uh, and I am hearing reports that the reason um, uh, we have switched from Taylor Swift to Cher as your walk-up music is because you uh, you did a version of that song uh, locally on AM570 LA Sports. That's my understanding. Uh, we had a... a- live stream on friday you know a sponsored thing and we did a gay pride dance because it was a (laughs) pride night at dodger stadium so i took off my shirt and we dressed matt up like a like a little tiny skinny kershaw and (laughs) this kershaw was pitching that night (laughs) and we put matt up on the table and he shook it around and then i was walking around shirtless swinging my belt around you know, I don't. Yeah, really you, make, were. you were. I don't swinging. really make an honest living. You know. <laughs> hey, Petros, uh, d- does does Matt have some pretty good hips? He has some loose hips. Can he shake you a little bit? Uh, you know, he's pretty white. 
you know what his uh, you know what his dance moves are kind of like now at, at this point. I mean, we're older now. You know, I mean, we're both in our forties. You know, we started I, I, when we started. I was in my twenties, and and Matt was in his early thirties. And uh, I think uh, I would like in his dance moves. Remember the bad guy in uh, what's the wedding singer? The Adam Sandler movie. Oh, John Lithgow. No, no, the bad guy. The 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 guy who was uh, the wedding singer. Oh no 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 not John Lithgow. The guy who was oh, married to Drew face. Barrymore. I the guy's name. Yeah, but, but he John... goes like. Remember when he goes like, "You should write a new song. It's called <laughs> I put my face in someone's business and got punched in the face." Oh remember? yeah yeah yeah. That <laughs> That's how Matt dances like that. <laughs> Like the junk bonds guy in the eighties. That's that's how. So you're Matt saying dances. very sexual is what you're basically saying. I'm saying he's got an eighties style. Yeah. By okay. the way, why did I just confuse John Lovitz with the guy from Harry and the Henderson? It's not like, Lithgow you, or yeah, Lovitz. What the hell? Yeah. It's what am I Neither doing? of them. Yeah, I apologize. That's Jeez, my fault. I just got up. I don't know what your excuse is. Le- John- well, le- well, look, I would like to. I would just like. I thought I was actually surprised that you were here with us this morning, based on what happened in the final of the French Open. And I didn't want to bring that up. I oh, just come was on. surprised to see. You know, the the pride of Greece, uh, Tsitsipas, uh, nice. uh, who lost. Uh, how about that? Huh? Uh, who lost in the Great French match, Open though. final? Great yeah, match. I mean, I just you know Petros being uh, the voice of uh, Greek athletes everywhere. I was just was you know I thought I wondered how that landed with you. Well, you're aware of this, Brady. Yeah, of course. I was watching it. I, oh, I, I actually great. texted Jonas. Did I not text you? I go, Djokovic might end up losing this match. Well, well, I, I was, a, I was, it was intense, man. A few things happened to Tsitsipas there, uh, the great Greek tennis player, the hope of Greece, shall we say, <laughs> uh, maybe the greatest Greek athlete of all time. Now I'm well aware that Pete Sampras went to uh, he went to Palos Verdes High. He's from this area. He went to our church too. He's Greek American like me, but he's not like a dirty, real Greek. You know, he's a fire hazard, and he smokes. <laughs> he's a hairy. And, you know, he went to the Greek church, but Pete Sampras is like me. He's an American whose family came from Greece. Uh, Tsitsipas is a, is a Greek, which is a whole different deal, and he's going to break through one of these days. I mean, he's the youngest player in the top ten, and he keeps taking these enormous steps so we'll be able to celebrate a Grand Slam victory for Tsitsipas one day, unless he goes full Capriati. But uh, he had two real terrible things happen to him. His yaya, uh, which is your grandma in Greek, uh, died right before the match started. So he came out firing, and then Yaya's ghost, you know, way too heavy on it. <laughs> it's true. And he he had a terrible bout emergency toilet with explosive diarrhea, you know. And then you know the Joker. I mean, he's no joke. Yeah, uh, no pun intended. I mean, he's he's one of the best players in the world, if not the best. And you know, he just. My dad was texting me the whole time because Tsitsipas is like six inches taller than Djokovic, and everything was like, may he beat this Serbian midget, you know, and. The Greeks were really, really excited, uh, but to no avail. But I'm okay, Joe. I mean, I'm okay. Like, I I recover quickly. I don't lose. Yeah, I know. Petros, can I I ask you this? Um, Your your Twitter is always fun to follow, always fun to watch what's going on. What were you doing with a hatchet? What was that about? I don't know if you were chopping. Was it cardboard or a tube or wood? What was was that? There was a cardboard tube. That was a while back. that was a, a video taken during the pandemic, uh, the height of it. 
you know, during the height of the pandemic, we went to work every day. Uh, you know, not that we need to be commended. I mean, the people in the supermarket did too. But uh, we drove up every day and did four hours a day because there were no uh, sports or, or anything going on. And all we did was go on for four hours a day and try to keep it light because nobody wants to hear me, you know, talk about what I think about what's happening politically and, and socially. So uh, I started buying knives on Instagram at night. And uh, the kind of culmination of my nine, I have no expertise with knives or, you know, you know me, Brady, I barely go outside, but uh, <laughs> I started buying uh, sharp objects uh, for whatever reason online. And then the culmination was that hatchet. And uh, now I kind of, I'm thinking about starting to get some knives again pretty soon here. There's one I have my eye on, but uh and they're not that expensive, you know. It's a great habit to have. It's not like collecting Rolexes. And uh, I just, I love the hatchet. It feels good in the hand. <laughs> well, listen, uh, by the way, uh, for those of you, this is, uh, this is not Mike Leach. It's Petros Papadakis joining Do us Do I sound here. like Leach? Uh, well, no. Here's the thing. No, no Mike no, Leach. Mike Leach. Like Mike Leach. Uh, Mike Leach l- loves the show Vikings, and so he went out and bought a bunch of axes, and he was on a, a show years ago on Fox Sports Radio and talked about how he ca- has an axe by the bed, and he likes to pet it. Like, like, it's, like it's a dog. I like Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah, Mike Leach, very, uh, very uh, charismatic uh, head coach. You know, very, I like uh, his style. You know, I've always liked Mike. I like what he can do. He can only exist. And it always thought it was really funny because people, whenever Mike Leach had a job, wherever it was, right, in Texas Tech or, or Washington State or, or now uh, Mississippi State, it's always like, gosh, you know, why does it, uh, some big, bigger job comes up like Tennessee? And everybody <laughs> goes like, well, gosh, they should hire Leach. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> you know, he belongs in the furthest outpost of whatever <laughs> – Biggest, con- it's true. I mean, because if he got, let's say, he had the Washington job instead of Washington State, you know, the Washington job requires you to wear a suit and show up at an event on time with a bunch of rich people, and he would show up, you know, dirty from a day of work and sweats or shorts with like sandals, and be like, you know, like that's him, and that stuff wouldn't really go over that well at UCLA, but it's the places that he coaches that fit perfectly and it kind of seems to perpetuate itself in every conference the only one i mean he's hit them all right and except for the big 10 yeah what's the furthest outpost of the big 10 oh gosh illinois I mean, uh, maybe illinois i mean illinois, maybe Rutgers, but, they're a little but they more look but- like they're on the rebound yeah and illinois is a little more buttoned up but the engineering style and stuff i don't know if they could they couldn't suffer leech gosh I'm, i don't they have Bielema say, right now and he's pretty like, weird wouldn't that be an interesting turn if, like, P.J. Fleck left in Minnesota? Like, oh, Leach goes a up to Minnesota? Yep. That's, that's a big a good city. One. Couldn't exist. Big city. <laughs> it would be interesting <laughs> to see. It, it, it would be some fireworks, that's for sure. Uh, Petros Papadakis joining us here on uh, Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Comedy here on FSR. Petros, what do you make of the uh, – obviously, you cover in college football for Fox as well. What do you make of this uh, a college football playoff uh, expansion to the 12 teams that's being thrown around here? Well, uh, I mean, I think the same thing that a lot of people think. I think they need to do it for a few reasons. I think our sport is suffering because of the 14 playoff. It became a Southern event, and it, it became NASCAR to a certain degree. 
and that it's excellent football. I mean, we all agree that Alabama and Clemson and, and Ohio State are great, but that's not everybody. And college football was at its height, believe it or not, during the BCS. And maybe that's not something people want to hear, but what did the BCS do? It was something to talk about. We argued for the whole year. We argued about who was better, who would win, what would happen. Everybody, it was like this common thing. It was like Chrissy Teigen. Everybody hated the BCS. So we all had something in common and we all had somebody to attack and it worked. But this shut out so many. It never worked because you have five power conferences and four slots. So it was always going to be problematic. And you need to have the whole country involved or at least have the whole country feel like they're involved. So it's something that they needed to do. I only hope that we're not more damaged by the next two years before it's implemented. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that they can get it done before then, right? I mean, if you think about it. I don't know. It, we, we, we had to adjust during COVID. We seemed to adapt rather quickly. There was a couple yeah. teams that, hell, had to reschedule within a week, and they got it done. So well, Within days, and I, I couldn't believe <laughs> right. that. I mean, just to your point, Brady, like I, I grew up in a world where moving a college football game was just about as difficult as like moving the Grand Tetons. It's something that just <laughs> didn't happen. And, you know, even a kick time. 10 minutes oh my god we're gonna slide i mean that that stuff like uh spreads like wildfire you know just moving timing in a football game on on national television which they all are now is mind-boggling and then all of a sudden like you know we all witnessed hell i did a game where i was sitting in the booth getting ready to go and cal packed up their stuff and left <laughs> we never even played. I mean, they went to Pullman. They were on the field. And then all of a sudden, they we were horrified. You know, so, I mean, you're right about that, Brady. If there's ever a time for movement, maybe it's now. But you know yeah. better how these contracts work. I don't know. No, I'm with you on that. Hey, I, I got to ask you about this, the Clippers, and then what you've seen out of, out of Paul George. It, it seems like he's been on some the past few games and just a completely different player a, what do you chalk it up to? And then B, if the Clippers do end up winning the series and going on to win the NBA Finals, <laughs> is the LA fan base, are, are the Lakers fans going to start kind of joining in and, and basically claiming that title back-to-back years and LA team winning it, a la the SEC does every time Bama wins the national championship every year? No. Uh, Laker fans that become what they call, and I don't know if you've heard this term living out here, Jonas, uh, Clipper flippers. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are derided by, you know, the other Laker fans. But, you know, it's interesting. It's not what it used to be. You know, when I was a kid, everybody rooted for Magic. Everybody rooted for the Showtime Lakers. And then the Worthy, I mean, all those guys, you know, ended up moving on, Worthy and everybody. And it became the Shaq, uh, Kobe Lakers. And then that kind of divided people because you either liked Shaq or you either liked Kobe. Uh, Then it became the Kobe Lakers. And that kind of divided people because Kobe uh, was uh, divisive in a lot of ways or polarizing is a better way to put it. And uh, 
and so they've like continued to cleave their fan base. <laughs> like, and, and now it's LeBron, and, and half the people hate LeBron. You know, <laughs> uh, sometimes for political reasons, sometimes just because they'll never let go of Kobe, and they see him as a mercenary. So the Laker fandom thing is a lot more complicated than it used to be. Maybe you'll agree with that, uh, but. Uh, they're still not going over to the Clippers. That's an ultimate humiliation to them. I will say in L.A., it's something to watch, and it's interesting to follow because they do have tremendous depth, and if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are playing well, it, it, they're going to be tough to beat, obviously, and, they, and they're, they're big and tough inside with guys that they can – go big with the I mean I'm no basketball expert but I know they can go big with Zubats and guys like that they even have DeMarcus Cousins uh, and if they want to go with a smaller faster lineup they have that Batum guy the Frenchman who's uh, <laughs> who's really who's really dynamic and fun to watch so I mean they do have that going for them I will say this the Clippers are probably I'm not talking about the coaching staff and the front office but just PR wise and marketing even though Steve Ballmer's a great owner they're probably one of the worst-run organizations in the history of sports <laughs> still. Like, you're more likely to get John the Baptist's head to talk on the radio than you are. <laughs> Lit- like, anybody from the Clippers. That's a good point. Uh, I yeah. mean, they are useless. So it's always, <laughs> it's always more of a national story. You know, even when Paul George – I mean, not – yeah, Paul George and, and Blake Griffin were on the team and all that, DeAndre Jordan. It was a national story for highlights and, and Lob City. But in the, in, they have their own passionate kind of blue-collar fan base, but it's nothing compared. Like, it's nothing like the Lakers and, and then, of course, the Dodgers in this town. I don't know if they could pull off a parade if they won. I don't think the organization God, I think is, you're right. is capable I think I think you're right. Right? I, I mean, you 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 live here. You you deal with those people. Right. Yes, I think. I mean, that, like, I've listened to you and Matt uh, on AM five seventy LA Sports for a long time. I don't know that I've ever heard a Clipper player make an appearance on the show. I mean, it's happened. Uh, I mean, we used to even have Paul George or uh, we've does had Don, Blake does Don McLean does Don McLean count because no. he covers the Clippers? Okay. No, he's like my best friend in <laughs> sports. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? No, one hundred percent. How could they pull off a parade? Like it would be Kawhi driving seventy down the one ten in a in a McLaren, <laughs> and like right. one guy on an overpass with a pennant, Clipper Daryl. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ben Maller uh, would be there as well too. I mean, I uh, like them. I like the Clippers. The Clippers. Yes, I like I watching too. them. You know, but uh, I don't like their I don't like their marketing people. The president hates me. I mean, it's, it goes back a long way. Um, get him on Twitter. He is at the old P. He is Petros Papadakis, uh, college football, uh, Fox college football analyst, AM 570 LA sports, the Petros money show. Uh, Petros, we appreciate it. Let's do it again next week. Thanks. It's Petros. always great to be together. And it's just to be with Brady Quinn of the big noon. Oh man. Oh, stop. It's stop. Like, I have no idea why tell you do me this. About I, it. I tell people all the time. People mention uh, Notre Dame and I'm like, you know, I'm friends with, uh, Brady Quinn, right? Oh, yeah. It's the go-to. <laughs> I drop yeah, it yeah, off. I hate time. you. So, you know, he has two I, I places. He's got the place in Columbus and then down in Naples. You know, whatever. Yeah. Listen, that, that's, Fort who, that's who he is. Yeah, that's who he is. Uh, he's, he's a man of Still looks town. great. You know, wife's yeah. famous. Oh, yeah. He's got everything. 
Are we done? Is it time for the break yet? You, what, I mean, listen, we're just, we can't ball wash you a little bit. No, when I, when I think he's got everything, though, I think of him at an Imagine Dragons concert. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't have everything. <laughs> yeah, nobody's perfect, right? Um, Petros, uh, we love you, man. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> See ya. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.